welcome back to Geeking Ulysses. For today's podcast, we're going to be covering Chapter 10, Wandering Rocks. Even after almost 180 pages of this, I still feel like I had no idea what the hell Joyce was writing about this damn thing. Um, it's as if some, I'm some high schooler walking to like a modern art gallery with no clue of what any of it is, but I still appreciate the funny shapes and colors. At least this was broken up a bit though, making it easier to divvy up the going of the chapter. We had quite a wide cast in this particular chapter, and the lack of a main idea, much like the title of the chapter, Wandering Rock, suggests, uh, made it harder to find a particular theme. One thing I did notice though, was that Bloom and Steven, our two main characters, are both looking at romantic novels at similar times of the day. I thought it was neat that our two main characters are both like half mimicking each other unwittingly, uh, maybe hinting that they're closer to one another than one might initially assume, I don't know. That actually makes a lot of sense, um, although I feel like I should clarify that I don't read the romance novel myself, but I still found myself identifying with several aspects of both of these characters. I resonated with Steven's angst, voice in the first few chapters but also with Bloom's theories and attitudes towards life. Even Steve's guilt at leaving home, although it's not as if my own family is as terrible as his is, uh, is something I understand. I feel like I need to move out of my own home to thrive in my life, but if I leave, then I leave my brother to founder on his own. Well, I suppose with technology I can physically leave, but still be there for him, so the guilt is much less severe. But I still feel like I'm abandoning something, you know? Regardless, I seem to be finding more and more parallels between Steven, Bloom, and myself, and I'm not quite sure if this is a human experience or one of my own. With so many glimpses into the minds of our characters, and the clever design of the text by the arranger, I can't help but wonder if these feelings are manufactured. I don't really know what I wanted to be myself either. I think if these feelings of seeing myself in the characters were all planned out, then it would be brilliant. But at the same time, what does that say about me? On the other hand, if it's purely coincidental that led me to, like, feel this way, am I just so poorly read that my experience of this book is just kind of shallow? I don't know. Um, upon reflection, I don't think I'd like to find out. I think I'd just rather live in blissful ignorance of this knowledge. Well, that's all I have for today. Thanks for listening in.